discussion of a 30-year mortgage. And, you know, in a 30-year mortgage just extends the payments out so long that you may end up paying triple for a house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, than, than what you would pay in cash. And so, uh, you know, as people do their uh, research on financial management, realize that the, uh, the usury la- laws have been list- lifted in most states. Uh, I'm, I remember, I'm trying to think it was three or four years ago in the election cycle in Alabama, they were trying to get the usury laws down to 46%. 46% interest wow. on a... On, that's uh, you that's know, on criminal. A, oh, yeah. Well, and, and uh, I took financial management and, and economics back in the 1980s. And when the Me interest too. rates were all... Yeah, the interest rates were already insane back then. And uh, the, the idea that people would be... Uh, we were taught that 3% was a dangerous number. Mm-hmm. That in most places, you would never be able to pay a, a 20-year note for at 3% because that was considered so high. Something was going to happen within 20 years that was going to change your life. You know, maybe medical bills, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yes. some disaster, uh, so that the, the cost of, uh, you know, your daily needs were going to usurp your, your uh, total, uh, your ability to pay off that mortgage for a number of months. And so a 30-year note is almost a guarantee that you're never going to be able to pay it entirely off because you're going to have to go through another 10 years of possible disasters. And when you start looking at global warming and, you know, the massive storms that are coming in, the flooding, the droughts, various things that are are changing our lives on a daily basis, uh, the idea that you'd be able to pay off your mortgage for an extra 10 years with regularity is, uh, you know, it becomes much more impossible, much less that it's at 6% or 12% or 16%. You know, I remember all of my friends out of high school that were being told that 6% was a a, a low number and that 12% was some sort of a norm. But yeah, like I was saying, in Alabama, there was a consortium of churches and, and social organizations that were trying to get it to, you know, in a referendum in Alabama a couple of years ago that down to f- below 46 Well, I don't know if you listened to the show uh, the other day, but we had a, a, a brother on uh, by the name of Daniel Mintz, and there's an organization, I think it's national, uh, and he's bringing it to Virginia. The organization is called We Own It, and essentially the organization would form collaboratives uh, and co-ops in different industries, in this case with you know, um, loan possessors against banks to collectively, um, you know, reduce the rates. And so, I, you know, I love the concept, and I can't wait to see how this thing unfolds. But one of the well, one of the negative sides of capitalism is usury. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And and the definition of usury. Uh, as far as Moses was concerned, I, I've mentioned this in another show that, you know, Moses didn't believe in any interest rates. Mm-hmm. And when you start thinking about people living in a desert that are being asked to pay, you know, some percentage over what it took to survive, uh, you know, they, if you're living in, you know, say, like you're uh, an Eskimo and you're living in 
20 below zero, uh, there's your margin of survival is is razor edge. And to imagine yeah, absolutely. demanding, yeah, or if or if you're living in a desert, uh, the same way. I you mean, know, let's just look at the let, let's look at the etymological origin of the word usury. To use someone, you know, for negative purposes. Right, right. You're well, using I, their money against them, and that right, yeah. that that's not a good thing. So. We're going to go to musical break now. When we return, we have Mindful Monday with Brother David from San Francisco, who's now holed up uh, with family in St. Louis, Missouri. This is from the movie soundtrack, Dancing with Wolves. Stands with First Rememberers. We'll be back in just a few minutes on The Gary Flowers Show. Welcome back to the last segment of the Gary Flowers Show on this Monday, October the 12th, 2020. This song is entitled, Standing with a Fist Remembers. I want to remind you that tomorrow we're having some technical work done in the studio, so I will not be live. You will hear the best of the Gary Flowers Show. We'll play the fourth anniversary episode which was recorded on September the 15th um, about a month ago so uh, stay tuned for the best of the Gary Flowers show tomorrow as we take care of technical issues in studio so brother David continue your your, your, your point there mm -hmm. oh well thanks Gary uh, yeah I yeah, just the the idea of regional interest rates you know if you're living in a in a bleak part of the country you know like in a desert or a you know, an extremely cold area or something like that, and mm -hmm. uh, you can't even afford to pay 1% interest rates, it's pretty, you know, abysmal to imagine that people would be forced to pay 10, 12, 15%. And it, so your previous callers who were talking about economic uh, training, uh, it's very important to, uh, to do that. It's probably the wisest thing you could do to, you know, get your kids off the video games and teach them how money uh, not only magnifies, but, uh, uh, you know, becomes a tidal wave uh, of trouble. You know, if, yeah, I don't if know you, if you took the course, but in, in my undergraduate studies of economics, I took a course, Money and Banking. And though my mm -hmm. parents had taught me how to balance a checkbook and, you know, the difference between credit and, you know, cash in hand, I was thinking, this should be a required course for all students because I had friends who did not realize the connection between the paper checks in the checkbook and the account. And I remember one of my friends to remain nameless said, well, you know, they, they still had money because they still had checks. And I was like, whoa. And I was thinking money and banking at least should be a required course. And I understand that in most colleges and universities it, it is now. Well, it, it you know, if, if someone's going to graduate from college and doesn't have any training in it, they're, you know, they're going to have a swelled head and, and a light wallet uh, because they're not going to be able to spend their money wisely. I remember, uh, you know, shortly after 9-11, you remember the economy was just crushed. And I, I, a friend of mine was having a birthday and uh, he was an art dealer, and he was just about to go bankrupt because not only was nobody buying any art, but they were 
uh, you know, he was about to, they were about to evict him. And so I, uh, he liked to deal in Afro-American artworks. And so I had a hundred bucks that I wanted to spend on him. And so I figured out a way that I could make that hundred bucks go in four directions at the same time and give four different benefits. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I bought him four ads in the local, uh, there's a San Francisco Bayview newspaper. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I bought four ads for his art gallery in that paper. So the paper got the, the $100. Mm-hmm. I made sure it went to an ad salesman, so he got the commission. Mm-hmm. The uh, friend of mine, uh, Chet Helms, he's the guy that hitchhiked to California with Janis Joplin. Hmm. And uh, he got the advantage of the four ads, and I'm trying to think of the fourth way. Well, I guess I'm the fourth guy that got the advantage because I gave him a birthday present. <laughs> I gave wow. three different directions of. I made that made that money go in in three different directions. That's well played. With the same hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, so there are clever ways of of making sure that everybody gets advantaged. Uh, and uh, and it, it kind of builds up the economy, uh, you know, in, in multiplier ways, plus it gives, um, you know, just a boost of, of courage or a boost of, uh, you know, just a, 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 an emotional advantage as well as a financial advantage. And so, you know, in, in hard times, there are ways of making sure that your money goes in multiple uh, directions without, uh, uh, you know, you may be broke, but you can stimulate the economy. And as a matter of fact, we did that too. I, I, when I first came to California, I was working with a, a little nonprofit uh, that fed the homeless, and we were stuck using those old styrofoam cups. And uh, mm-hmm. there was like no distributor that would be able, uh, that was uh, selling recyclable cups out here in San Francisco. And we had a budget of $40 a week, and we were feeding maybe 100, 200 people a night. Uh, it was called Food Not Bombs. And we, with our 40 bucks, we told the, uh, the owner of the cup wholesaler that we wanted to have recyclable cups. And so he started stocking them just for us because he knew that we were buying two cases a week or something. And so the fact that we made a point to start spending, uh, uh, you know, demanding recyclable cups, he started ordering 50 cases in anticipation of us using them up. And the fact that we directed it uh, that way made all of the other uh, uh, coffee shops and and local uh, institutions start taking those recyclable ones as an option. So our measly 40 bucks a week started a, a trend, and probably within six weeks, uh, or excuse me, six months, uh, they hardly even bothered with the styrofoam cups anymore at that wholesaler. Everybody else wanted the recyclable ones, too. So you'd be surprised, the smallest little institution, if they just it's, take it's, a... It's, it's, more, know, it's almost analogous to nature. One small pebble thrown into still water creates... You know, a rippling effect. All those ripples, sure. Yeah, and and that that is so true in most industries as well. So I, I really appreciate you bringing that in this morning and, and taking sure. the time. When do you plan yeah. on going back to California? 
I've got to be back there uh, to vote. And I don't know if you've seen, there are two different things that showed up in the news this morning. Uh, Trump, you remember he had his little rally on Saturday at mm-hmm. the White House? Mm-hmm. Turns out he paid those people to be there. Oh, really? And, yeah, and, and apparently they paid for 2,000 people to be there, and only a, a number of hundreds showed up. So he, he basically got less than one-third of the people uh, that he paid for to show up. And uh, and then there's another headline that showed up today in California. The California GOP has been accused of placing false uh, uh, ballot drop boxes. And the the stupidest thing that they did was they put the fake box in front of a church that supports Trump. Oh. So they're gathering ballots. <laughs> you know, it's like they want to throw away some ballot, you know, get a fake drop box, and then they're going to throw them away. <laughs> oh, my put God. them in front of their own well, church. So. Well, the Republicans in general do not mind cheating. All right. Except but they, they haven't got brains enough to the, cheat. Their, then there's <laughs> their that. Their then action. there's that. But, Brother David, once again, thank you for your uh, making insightful uh, and mindful Monday, what it what it is and what it can be. So thank you so much for taking the time to call in this Oh, my morning. pleasure. And stay okay. safe, Richard. All right. I, I heard the other woman we'll talking about uh, self-quarantining. Mm-hmm. Yes. Still, you know, they're saying that there mm-hmm. may be 7 to 25 times more dead people yes. if we don't do this self-quarantining. No, and the CDC is already saying that the undercount is 6 to 20 times. So yeah, we'll, we'll stay been, safe. And you do the same and yeah. safe travels back to California. Will do. Alrighty. Night or day, everybody. Take care. It's uh, as we shut down this segment of the Gary Flowers Show. Remember, tomorrow is the best of the Gary Flowers Show. We'll play the rerun of our fourth anniversary show, which was taped on September the fifteenth. This is farewell and end title. As always, think deeply, speak gently, give freely, work hard. Love much and laugh a lot, and as you do so, you will give flowers to the people. The Gary Flowers Show.